Welcome to the Equine Energy Medicine Podcast with your host, Audrey McLaughlin. Welcome to episode eight of Equine Energy Medicine Podcast. I am so excited to share what I'm sharing with you today. Today, we're going to talk about animal communication, particularly horse communication, but we're going to talk about the different ways that um, your equine partner, your horse can communicate with you because I often hear that they, that you don't or you can't energetically communicate with your horse, that you're energetically dense. And so we're going to talk about some different things today. And if we don't get to it all, then we'll expand on it in episode nine as well. Um, this is a good time to say thank you to all of the messages that I've been getting on Instagram. So you can find me at equine energy med on Instagram. Um, I just have a teeny tiny little following there because I'm just starting out, but um, I'm getting amazing messages all the time. And um, thank you all for sharing the podcast and letting me know that you enjoy it and asking questions. So this morning, I'm sending out book recommendations to someone who was asking a question. Um, I had someone reach out yesterday and say that they are so here, I'm going to quote them instead of reading it. But I'm so enjoying your podcast. Super interesting. Um, these are uh, the the reactions from my horses are just so amazing to witness. And that's the kind of stuff that gives me goosebumps, right? Like that's what I want to share with you guys. So today, like I said, we're talking about horse communication and um, there's lots of places that you can look at the ways of uh, the ways horses communicate in the herd and um, with breath and all different cool ways. So if you guys want to learn more about that, then let me know and I can share some of that information. But what I'm talking about is energetically communicating with your horse. And if you feel like you're energetically dense, like you don't feel energy, you don't sense energy, then this is definitely for you. So the first thing I want to talk to you about is something called clairs. So clairs are the senses outside of your five senses. Um, the, there is clairvoyance, which most people have heard of, right? Um, there's clairsentience, there's clairgustance, and clairalliance. Um, they're not as well known, but they're pretty powerful nonetheless, right? Um, there is claircognizance and clairaudience, um, which are really similar to each other. So these are all ways that you get information beyond your five senses. So beyond sight, smell, taste, um, touch, and sound. So they're energetic senses. Um, and even though you might not know that you are sensing things energetically, you absolutely are. It just takes tuning into them and practicing. Um, and then, you know, Animals are a great way to tune in and practice because they can't talk, right? So you have to learn new ways to communicate with them. So clairsentience is the one we're going to talk about first. And it might be your strongest clair if you are an experience over objects person. Um, and I would say that a lot of people that are um, horse people, right? They um, resonate with clairsentience the most. They enjoy nature and wildlife. They um, often get goosebumps if you're clairsentient. Uh, some people might call you empathic. Um, other people who, um, you know, aren't as energy sensitive might say that you're emotionally sensitive as well. Clairsentience is personally, one of my strongest clairs. Um, and if you hear me talk about energy work, you'll hear me say that I like to hover. 
Um, for some reason, when I lay my hands, I get a different sensation than when I just hover about the, about an inch over a horse's body. And there are, all t- are times where I'll lay hands, like if I'm doing the connection um, that I talked about on episode, I believe it was episode seven, last episode or the episode, it's either six or seven, um, then, I'm, then I'll lay hands. But in general, when I'm sensing, when I'm feeling energy, then I like to hover my hands because clairsentience is fairly strong for me. It wasn't a long time ago. I had to work at it just like anything else. You have to work to develop that muscle. So if you suspect that you might be clairsentient and you want to work on energy sensing so that you can sense um, and develop that skill, and even if you don't think you're clairsentient, we all have all of these abilities available to us. Um, It just depends on which one uh, you want to develop first, right? Or which one I like to encourage people to go with the one that they are that they are already strongest in because you'll see the fastest results. So I like this exercise for you to try. And all you do is you take two hands, right? Take both your hands and rub them together. Rub them pretty firmly. And I'm not going to do it because it's going to make an awful noise on the mic. You might even clap them. And then you're going to spread your hands apart just about an inch, palms facing each other, okay? And then focus on the space between your hands and notice what you feel, right? Often um, people will say that they feel it's like a cloud. It's a, it's a, it's an energy, um, a subtle energy, if you will. Uh, and I like to think of subtle energy as clouds and physical energy as or solid energy as a brick, right? Both you can feel, right? You can feel both you can see both you can sense, but you can pick up and move a brick, whereas subtle energy, um, you can't directly pick up and move, you can move the energy, right? You can move a cloud, but you can't pick it up and like put it in your pocket and carry it. Okay, so We've rubbed our hands together. We've placed them about an inch apart, palms facing each other, and we're focusing on the space in between our hands. And then what I want you to do is move your hands about an inch further apart. And you really got to focus. You can't be doing this while you're driving a car or watching TV or messing around on TikTok, right? And then inhale and then move them a little bit further apart and keep concentrating on the energy flow between your hands, right? Um, you want to check in, has the sensation subsided or is it still present? What you're going to do is work on making that, I like to call it a chi, a chi bubble or a chi ball, which is just energy, right? You work on making that bubble bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Until you can feel it way, way out, right? As far as your arms can reach and still have your hands facing each other. Okay. And then the next step in that progression is not to rub your hands together first, right? Just to, okay. I'm going to make a chi ball, right? And then to hold your hands an inch apart and feel that energy. As you practice, you will be able to um, sense energy on your body, right? So you can, I like to take my hand and sense down my own, on my, like my arm, for example, if I'm having some kind of pain. Um, For most people, energy sensing Left hand is what you're going to sense with. And that's probably like 85 to 90% of people. Every once in a while, I'll find somebody that the right hand is the sensitive hand. But for most people, your polarity, your left hand is your sensing hand and your right hand is your sending hand. So I'll generally sense with my left and send energy or do a combination of both hands to send energy. Um, 
And the reason for that is humans have polarity, just like batteries, horses do too. Um, and so one side is the negative side of the battery. And that doesn't mean that it's bad, not bad negative, but negative as in energy comes in. And then the other side is the positive side of the battery, which is energy going out. Okay, so next let's talk about clairvoyance. And I'll tell you how all this um, connects, right? So obviously clairsentience connects when you're sensing energy on your horse. That's one way to communicate energetically with your horse is by sensing through your hands um, or sensing, eventually sensing without your hands, what is going on with the horse and also sending messages back in the same way clairvoyance is the next one. Most people are familiar with um, clairvoyance just because you might have heard of like, you know, the TV psychics and things like that. Um, And it might be your strongest gift if you notice people's auras or energy fields visually or horses auras or energy fields visually. You might see a mist or a light or a fog or even colors um, when others can't. If you see symbols or visions or colors or images, so when you close your eyes, if you were really quick to be able to visualize something, then clairvoyance might be your strongest Claire. Um, other hints that this might be where your strength lies includes if you can easily visualize your goals, right? If, you, if you're somebody that you can see yourself crossing that finish line, um, or if you daydream often, or if you have a vivid imagination. So if this might be you, then, and this might be a way, if you're interested in seeing energy in horses, seeing their aura, seeing their meridians and their chakras, and being able to visualize that, then this exercise um, is a really great one for you to try. Essentially, we're going to do the same thing we did in the first exercise, rubbing our hands together, feeling the energy, except we're going to do it in a dimly lit room. It works really good at dawn or dusk. You're going to take a black cloth or a black t-shirt, and I like to drape it over a picture frame, or I'll open my laptop and drape it over the laptop or some, some way to hang it up. You're going to rub those hands together again, and then you're going to hold them about an inch apart. But this time you're going to gaze, look between your hands, okay? You're going to look between your hands. And inside of your hands, you will begin to notice wisps of energy. Now, they might look a little different to you. Mine always look like little, almost like little smoke wisps, tiny little smoke wisps. It's not like lightning bolts for me. Could be for you. There's no wrong thing to see here. But what you do is you look between your hands and then you soften your gaze, right? So you know how if you're staring at something and then you can kind of relax your gaze and everything around what you're staring at fades fades away. Um, That's what you're doing. And you're going to continue. You can do it with a dark color paper, um, but you really focus your, your eyes between the hands and then relax them. And then notice what do you see? And then move your hands a little bit further apart and continue to focus on the area between your hands. And no, are you able to visually see your own energy? If you are, that's a great start. If not, keep practicing. Well, actually, either way, keep practicing um, because soon you're going to change the lighting situation, right? The next thing to do is have it in full daylight and see if you can see it on a, on a dark background. And then the next step is to take away the dark background and see if you can see the energy. And then the next step is to go out in the daylight, which makes it harder to see energy and see if you can see energy. And then start to notice on your equine partner, on your horse. Are you able to see the horse's energy. All right. So the next Claire, the next communication um, is Claire Gustance. And I like to say it all funny like that. Um, it's not as well known, but 
if taste or smell is your just kind of natural superpower, so if the thought of you know, your favorite chocolate chip cookies or pumpkin spice, given the time of season we're in, brings back just a flood of warmth and memories and energy, then this might be your strongest Claire. And it might be a great place for you to work on communication with your horse. Um, And don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to lick your horse or or (laughs) sniff them, which is what Claire Gustance is. Um, There are so many ways for you to communicate with your equine partner using this technique without licking or smelling the horse. Although you can naturally just smell like when you walk up, right? Um, But in order to sense energy in that way, what I want you to do is work with breath work for your horse, right? So there are lots of resources out there about the way horses breathe to communicate with each other and in the herd. And so I want you to breathe and communicate and notice their breath. And this goes beyond just noticing the <sighs> sigh that they do. Once you tune into this, you will notice that they breathe a greeting and they breathe discomfort and they do different little sounds like little almost dolphin sounds when they're irritated with their neighbor or irritated with you. There's all kinds of things that you can notice with a horse's breath and you can mimic those breaths to communicate back with them. Right. And this takes it a little bit more into the physical sense, but all I'm doing is encouraging you to explore this particular gift if it's yours. And then as you keep developing it and practicing it, you will notice different, um, you will notice the, the, the patterns and you will begin to see and feel things before it happens, like without the physical sense. Um, another way this happens is, uh, I've, had using my clairsentience of feeling, um, feeling the energy of a horse, I have tasted copper or zinc or iron. Um, and it gives me a clue to look for other physical signs, certainly not a way to diagnose anything. This is not, um, you know, veterinarian medical advice, but it gives me clues to then go and look for physical signs of, is there too little or too much copper? Um, why do I taste pennies? Like all of a sudden, you know, like, so then we go look at like copper or zinc or iron to see if these are necessary adjustments. Just an example, right? Um, okay, so the next two I want to talk to you about are claircognizance and clairaudience. Claircognizance is when you get information about people or events you wouldn't normally know about. Um, it's generally really strong in people who are already connected to that intuition, that inner knowing. Um, you might be someone who feels like your mind just works a little bit differently than others or that you are constantly full of ideas. And so this might be your strongest clair, especially if you frequently um, experience deja vu. The next one that kind of falls in the same category is clairaudience. And that's when you hear things or you get your intuitive hits from sound. So this might be you if you converse with your horse out loud and your horse answers, right? So this is definitely one of my strong suits. I am people look at me like I am a crazy person because I'm literally having a conversation with the animals that I talk about, oftentimes out loud. Um, Sometimes I'll rein it in. (laughs) Most of the time I'm talking out loud to the horses that I'm working with. Um, And from the person outside, it seems like they're having a conversation. And it's different. I don't hear the horse. I'm not hearing voices. I don't hear the horse's voice in my head. But 
Um, I'll walk out, they'll look at me and we'll begin a conversation. And I just have an inner knowing it's kind of a com- con, uh, combination of Claire cognizance and Claire audience. It's kind of an inner knowing that I, I know what they're saying to me. And then I respond in English and in human speak, right? Um, every once in a while, I'll, I'll respond with what they call horse physical communication. So I'll use my hand as a tail and I'll, you know, give a swish of my hand behind my back as I'm leaving or something like that. Um, but in general, uh, this one is always going for me. And it goes for me for um, people. <laughs> you know, It goes for me for fish. It goes for me for my daughter's snail, our turtle, our dogs, our cats. It's just a constant conversation. Um, so if these claircognizance or clairaudience are your strong suit, or you think that this might be like where your gift lies, your primary gift, then let me tell you how to how to flex that muscle, how to work on it. So this practice takes a little bit of meditation. Meditation is something that I recommend everyone do. I do it twice a day myself. It's, there's I, so many different um, ways to do it. Oftentimes people say, well, Audrey, I don't know how to meditate, um, or I can't meditate. I can't quiet my mind. And it just means you haven't found the right kind of meditation that works for you. Similarly to if you think you're energetically dense, or you can't communicate energetically with your horses, then you just haven't found the method that works for you because we can all do it, right? So this one, what you're going to do is find a nice quiet place to sit down, ground yourself, right? So we talked about envisioning a grounding cord coming from the base of your spine all the way to the earth and just bringing your energy to a nice, calm, gentle energy. You're going to close your eyes if I didn't say that already. Nice big inhale and exhale and release it all. And then you're going to visualize the horse that you want to communicate with in your head, right? You're going to visualize them. Um, and really see them, see them in all their glorious detail. If they have a star or a sock or a little gray spot in their tail or whatever, whatever it is, right? What makes them special? Um, if they wear a particular halter or, um, you know, even a cribbing collar, whatever it is, envision them in the way that you want to, in the way that you see them in, in the natural world, right? And then focus on it, hold that image. And then in your mind, say, show me, show me. Maybe you say, tell me if that works better for you, but just say, show me. Um, And then you'll probably need to sit there for five or 10 minutes, right? Work your way up if you're not used to sitting in in quiet and being still Um, and continue to work your way up to 15 or 20 minutes. And that will help you to connect to that, connect to that horse in a lot of different ways, energetically as well, but it'll also help you to um, create and strengthen that claircognizance muscle that, or even the clairaudience muscle where you are receiving information without re- information being sent through your five senses, right? You're just intuitively knowing. Okay. So I hope that these methods help you to find a way to communicate energetically with your horse. As always, if you have questions, you can reach out to me at equine energy med on Instagram or equineenergymed.com is my website. And I've got contact information there as well. I love hearing from you guys. So if you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot, share it on Instagram, tag me at equineenergymed, and let's get the conversation started. I want to help as many of you as possible. 
Also, if you have a second to leave a rating or a review or a comment on whatever platform you listen to your podcast on, that will help me help more people learn about the benefits of working with their horses energetically. Thank you again for listening. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Equine Energy Medicine Podcast. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated. We'll catch you in the next episode.